Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of Pixel Sprites and Nonsense. Today with me, we have Benjiro. Hey. Metsman. Hello. And I'm Vash, and we're going to focus on the tier list again. Last time we did Nintendo entirely, as much as we could, and now we're going to focus on Sega and see how far we come. Yeah. Welcome. And welcome back. Well, first let me ask, what did you do this week, Benjiro? Oh, not much, man, not much. Um, so I played some more Pokemon Red. I'm still very much on a retro uh, spree. Going to pick up some more games tomorrow, including Banjo uh, Kazooie and Banjo Tooie, both of them fully boxed. Really looking forward to playing those uh, on the N64. Other than that, I played some more Feeder Rhythm. Still having fun with that game, although it's starting to get a little bit repetitive. And they kicked some features that I really enjoyed about the game in previous installments. Like at some point, if you were doing really well, you would um, your character would actually change into a chocobo, which would uh, give you like a point bonus. Stuff like that is all gone, so it's it's very much back to basic. Hmm. And there's no such controls, so that's kind of a little grievances I have with that game. But I'm still having fun. Also just received my physical copy of Metroid Prime Remaster, so can't wait to nice. start that. Hopefully I can st nice. uh, start playing that on stream um, in the next uh, few days. Cool. Nice. Look forward to that. Yeah, that's so, a classic, but, dude. Oh, yeah. Looked, um, I was kind of itching on getting that getting that digitally, but I was like, yeah, I'm just going to wait. I'm, I kind of want the physical edition. So mm -hmm. I had to wait, but it just yeah. came, into the, it came into the mail yesterday, so hopefully... Mm -hmm. uh, I get to play it really, really soon. Yeah, and, and surprisingly, read this week that people had to wait a little longer, in the US at least. Yeah, uh, for mm. some reason, like I'm I'm in a limited run uh, Facebook group. And right. Limited run people, they're, it's like 10% of them is just enthusiastic about the games and like 90% of them are trying to resell those games and are basically scalpers. Yeah. Oh, God. Most, uh, for the last two weeks or week and a half, I've been seeing pictures of Metroid Prime Remastered popping up there. Like, I bought three copies. I'm going to sell them on eBay for 100 to 150 euros a pop. Stuff like that. So <laughs> I, I have no idea. That game is not limited at all. Like, it's not a limited release. Obviously, no. a print run will end at some point. But for some reason, scalpers are just jumping on that game, expecting it to sell like crazy. And I have no clue as to why. Yeah, that sounds kind of stupid. I'm sorry. It, it, it kind of seems <laughs> like an American problem, though, because mm -hmm. I, I think it's just it, I haven't seen anything like that happen over here. Yeah, but, the, yeah. The th from what I read is that um, the uh, Amazon, at least, and Best Buy, uh, that, that those shops, they send out emails that their uh, pre-order was delayed, and that's because uh, there weren't enough games apparently in pre-order. So that might be it. The scalper thing. Uh, I, I did. Know. I did see that Nintendo wanted to uh, emphasize that they are getting more copies anyway. So, so those limited run guys—they were actually in, going uh, through different WalMarts in their area, just trying to buy every single copy. Oh my god! I have no idea. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm. Wow. I'm glad I have it. I'm gonna have a great time. Yeah. But please don't fall for these scalping practices. Yeah. That game will be in stock fairly soon. I, it's not a limited run. It's gonna be fine. Yeah. Just wait. All right. It's scary. It's it's almost like the video, uh, like the graphics card stuff, where just people just buy everything mm -hmm. 
so no one can get one and they'll have to buy it from them yeah. this they did the same with the ps5 right the P- yeah we couldn't get yeah. the ps5 because scalpers basically owned mm-hmm. like the entire market yeah and they wanted to do the same thing with the wii u and i think the switch so people yeah. were ending up with a lot of switches that they couldn't really sell for the same price yeah. so that was stupid <laughs> those um, poor stupid. bastards holding on yeah. to their wii u's <laughs> I know, right? Nobody freaking <laughs> bought them. No, nope. I did. I mean, we bought one. But, yeah, yeah. Is, it, I, I remember going back when the pandemic started. I remember going into the supermarket and just looking at the aisles, and there was like two rolls of toilet paper left. Oh, yeah. and the rest was just gone. Yeah, and even though, yeah, yeah, and 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 the thing was that um, on the news they said, "Oh, do we have like for forty years of toilet paper in stock?" So whatever. Well, we're gonna yeah. be fine, guys. Don't worry. It's gonna be yeah, back know, right? in a few days. So weird. So weird. Um, anyway, uh, that's Mets, it for me. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, Mets, what did you play? What do I play? Uh, I played a little bit of the usual, uh, a little bit of Tarkov. I did play some sh- uh, more Shadow Warrior. I finished two episodes now, and I also played. Uh, there's a developer, um, an indie developer, who is working on a game called Compound Fracture. Mm. Which is a, uh, it's like a mix of Dino Crisis and Alien Resurrection for the PSX. So it's going to be a PSX game. Um, but this developer uh, had some spare time or wanted to, to make like, an, an, a, like a little project just to, you know, diversify his uh, content because he was stuck in this project uh, for so long. So he started last Halloween mm-hmm. um, making a little horror game. And uh, I played it on stream. And it was really fun because the developer uh, came in chat as well. Nice. And uh, yeah, they made a little horror game and it was actually really frightening. <laughs> awesome. Like I was legit scared, like old school Silent Hill scared. Um, and oh, that's, I haven't that's had awesome. an experience like that in a long time. No. Uh, and it's very funny because the game, the big game that they're making is very PSX style oriented. So mm-hmm. graphics are, well, you can play in high resolution and everything, but they tried to make it look old school with dithering effects and uh, texture warping and all those old school graphic things uh but this horror game they they made it like really high res and with really like with modern lighting and physics and everything and oh, sweet. Uh, yeah so uh it's it's on my channel it's in it's a little vod from last i think it was i don't know and somewhere in this week uh, i have to check but yeah it was a really cool a very short horror game it's free on itch.io mm-hmm. that's the platform you can get it uh or you can like if you want to support the developer you can you know, pay for it yeah um, what was the name? But yeah it's a free game and this name is uh spectral uh filter spectral filter is the name and it's um hmm. yeah it's it's a it's a short little horror thing is actually it was actually quite better than i expected because i thought oh it's a little side project right but uh it has a full like very sleek menu with all the options you need and uh yeah, it's it was really uh, really surprising how effective the atmosphere is in that game, and uh, it's also one of those games where I was going in kind of like blind, not knowing what to expect. And if you do that, then you don't know what to fear, right? So there there was I had no hint of what it was. If you go into Dead Space, you know you're gonna get space zombies, and you know you you know what to expect, kind of. Yeah. But this game, I didn't have any clue what to expect, so it made the whole experience way more scary because. Hmm. Suddenly you see like apparitions in the distance and you're like, wait, what did I see that? Did I hear that? Ooh, love that. Yeah, it's like a it's a very yeah, a very visceral horror experience in uh not in terms of jump scares or anything, but um very atmospheric and uh very dense atmosphere. Right. So uh and other than that, today I dove I finally dove into IGI, the uh, original IGI uh, FPS game. 
because uh, you know I, I kept looking for solutions to get the game running on widescreen and with the right uh, field of view but uh, alas I did not find a solution <laughs> darn I, I even tried to program some things in it and uh, tried to alter the X while looking up tutorials how, how you might find uh, certain values and stuff but I, I just couldn't get it to, to go so I decided why just wait and I just started playing in the uh, the the original aspect ratio. Mm -hmm. And I actually managed to finish five missions today. Oh, nice. Um, which is really interesting because I remember the game really being difficult. And mm -hmm. it, it still is. Like, you have to be really careful. But I also noticed that, uh, you know, having all these years of game experience. Right. And kind of knowing what to do in a stealth game. Uh, I was actually, yeah, it was really fun to, to, to feel that improvement, like, as a gamer. And uh, going through these missions in one go because... In the game, you only have one life. If you start a mission, you have to finish it. Right. If you die, you have to start all over. And so that was really fun. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing. Definitely roguelike inspired. A little bit of a yeah, a little bit of a roguelike experience. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's per mission. Uh, but it yeah, you, you have to complete the whole mission in and in, in one go. Yeah. And um, it's it's funny like the the levels are like very open spaces with like you see a base in front of you and you can just approach it from any angle you want nice uh, they're like little mini stealth puzzles basically trying to find a route to get to your objective and then get out and um other levels you're, you're sort of support sniping where you're you're on top of a, a mountain and you have to support like a a group of soldiers going into a base hmm. um you know it's a little bit like variety like that it's really cool it's a little bit of a little bit of metal gear a little bit of uh Elite Sniper. It's uh, it's really fun. Nice. Yeah. Um. Let's hope the the next one is going to be something similar, of course. Yeah. Yeah. They're making a new one, or at least not them, <laughs> not the same developers, no, but uh, the developers of I think they made uh, they made a Vietnam game. I don't remember exactly what games they made, but they're they're pretty prominent in the indie FPS space, and uh, yeah, they they want to make that same kind of game, uh, that to create that same kind of tension in a in a modern with modern graphics and everything. So right, I'm really looking forward to that. Cool. Yeah, and that's about it. That's uh, what I played this week. All right. Well, I wanted to say that um, I looked at the itch.io uh, itch page for the Spectral Filter game. Yeah. And it does give me Silent Hill vibes, which is good because I love that kind of horror thriller stuff a lot more than uh, like jump scares because they don't do anything for me. Yeah, it's 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 not really like Silent Hill in in terms of of setting. No, of but course. it's it's it has the same subtle fear like. Uh, the fear comes from your own imagination, basically, of what you think mm -hmm. you saw and heard. And, uh, like, you're creating your own fear, basically, because sometimes there's literally nothing going on. But, you know, you feel that dread in the back of your head. Right. So, uh, yeah. Nice. I love it when the depth joins your stream, though. That's fantastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah I've, I've been in contact with them. Like, I also support their Patreon for, mm -hmm. the, for, the, for the bigger game. Um, but, yeah, they're, they've always been really... Uh, hands-on with with people playing their stuff and yeah. conversations online. So it was really cool to have the the developer and the composer in chat and uh, just because there was there was a point where I got stuck and apparently if I read the comments like the, a lot of people get stuck on the same problem uh, the same point. Mm -hmm. So he kind of like, gave me a hint and uh, then I was able to progress and uh, and he was like encouraging me to uh, to to not panic and keep going and it was really <laughs> fun just. Uh, of course, for him, he. It, I think it was 
for him it was midnight. So he literally climbed out of bed because he got a notification on his phone that I was playing his game and uh, he came out <laughs> of bed for that. So that was really that's fun. Nice. Yeah, that's really cool. So uh, yeah, that was a fun experience. I had that happen on the doors of Tridius. That it's basically a rogue, an old school roguelike, very much like Rogue. Okay. And yeah, yeah. The one where you move like one square at a time yeah. or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I basically um, had that happen with Doors of Tridius, the roguelike game. So you, you indeed move like one square and so do the enemies and it's like turn-based that way. Yeah. And um, the fun thing about um, about that was that the I was actually finding bugs that they didn't find yet. So I had the game be, uh, be stuck in the game, like literally a soft lock. I couldn't do anything anymore. And I also... Oh, oh my God. Yeah. And he was like, okay, can you can you recreate this? So I reloaded my save file, did that again. He was like, okay, I'm writing this down. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to fix this tomorrow. <laughs> Stuff like that. It was fantastic having um, literally the lead dev in there. And also the, 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 I played the game before uh, the composer's songs were actually uh, added to this. So when, uh, when his song started, he was like, do you like this song? It's, it's great. And it, it was really good. So yeah. yeah. Nice. That's that's great. That's that's good about indie indie developers as well. That they're very hands on with their community yeah. and mm -hmm. uh, and fan base. Yeah. Um, so uh, finally, my turn, I guess. Yes. <laughs> well, not finally, but you know, my turn because yeah, I played more uh, Midnight Suns. I am really loving it so far. I have progressed quite far into the game right now. I'm not sure when it will end. But I did unlock some characters already, and yeah, it's just a lot of fun strategy. It's very satisfying when you can beat up enemies in succession really well with fun, you know, enhanced strategies in this case, enhanced cards and that sort of stuff. Uh, but I've also been playing Open TDD, TTD, which is uh, Transfer Tycoon Deluxe, but you know, the community has basically taken it over and created an open version, open source version. Yeah. And it's just a lot of fun. So much, a lot of nostalgia. And I don't know, I got inspired playing it again. So, yeah. I Yeah, it's a, it's a game I remember very fondly, but I, I think I never played it myself. I was watched people play it because I was never good at, you know, management games and uh, building games and stuff. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I do remember the music being very uh, memorable in that in that game as well mm -hmm. yeah so you have open ttd and i played a lot of transfer tycoon and Trans transfer tycoon deluxe with my dad when i was a kid so that's always you know that always helps same uh like like until 2 a.m or something so <laughs> that was always fun um wow and a couple of years i'm not sure when transfer tycoon deluxe came out but i remember picking up uh rollercoaster tycoon and playing that a lot with my dad, and we had a lot of successful uh, theme parks, which was, you know, great. And today I find out, uh, I figured out that, you know, it's not that hard. It's not an, it's not a difficult game, but it's still a lot of fun. Mm. So yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of management stuff and uh, making sure your uh, vehicles stay uh, alive and that sort of stuff. And there are some issues with the this version because I couldn't automatically uh, change the. The vehicles somehow so you have to do everything manually but when you have a, a large enough map and it's a much larger than the original uh if you you know you can go immensely large okay yeah it's it's difficult to keep track of everything so oh yeah, yeah. i can imagine but uh no it's a lot of fun i can definitely recommend uh checking out open ttd and there's also open rct which is open roller coaster oh yeah there's open ra red alert yep and, uh... <laughs> There's, there's Dune, uh, Dune Two. Yeah, they did the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's love. I love those projects because it. 
I'm a big fan of source ports. Mm -hmm. Also, Same. like for old school FPS games, like there's a there's a Dark Forces um, source port now that's really good. That even lets you select the, the different types of MIDI formats for your music and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's fun to just uh, to be able to play these games again on modern systems. Yeah, just flawlessly, which is always great. Yeah, so that's definitely uh, one thing to recommend. But uh, yeah, that's basically it. That's what I did this week. Nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. On to the tier list then. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Yes. Which means that last time we did Nintendo, of course, and this time we're going to focus on everything Sega. And, well, the first game we're going to check out is Sonic the Hedgehog, the franchise, of course. Sonic. As a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Which had some ups and downs. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. Sonic was always a little bit, uh, like, I don't... I, I, it never clicked for me, like the old 2D ones, because, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe because it was just going so fast, and I know that's kind of like the whole point of it, mm -hmm. but it's like you have a platformer with a 4x3 aspect ratio, and you're rushing to these levels, and I was always like, but I want to explore and stuff and not go <laughs> fast. <laughs> yeah, but, but that was my mindset, because I was right. just so used to Mario and other, mm -hmm. F, uh, and other platformers. So. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. I really love the Sonic games. I wasn't great at them, uh, but it mm. did get, get all the supersonic stuff and that sort of... I, I mean, eventually, took me a long time. But uh, yeah, I did play a lot of them. And yeah, they're just... The, the, the classic games are kind of nostalgic for me. Yeah. Uh, the newer ones, not that much. So I think Sonic Adventure was all right, right? The, yeah. The Sonic, Sonic Adventure, Adventure 1 and 2 were, were fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, it kind of got downhill with 06, with 2006 version. Yeah. And and Sonic and the, what, the night, the thing. Yeah. There was a lot of side Sonic games with yeah. weird, like, titles and There was stuff. even a Bioware RPG on uh, DS. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I remember so, that so Sonic one, yeah. and the Dark Brotherhood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't bad, actually. No, I had that game. Yeah. No. It, was a, it was a fun game. Okay, so my take on Sonic. So I grew up on Sonic, basically. I had mm -hmm. the NES, and after that, I moved over to the Genesis because my parents didn't understand that I wanted the Super Nintendo. So <laughs> I got the Genesis. And oh, no. with that, I got the original Sonic the Hedgehog. And I love mm -hmm. that game. That game yeah. does have a game-breaking bug that obviously I found as a kid. And it's like Duh. on the sixth or seventh level, so you're pretty far ahead. If you jump while you're actually finishing the level and you, you, you spin the pole, you mm -hmm. actually get a, get a soft lock. So the game won't progress to the next level and all you can do is jump. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. It's super annoying. It, it happens on the labyrinth level, the water labyrinth. It's annoying. And it happened to <laughs> me like three or four times before I figured out, okay, don't jump there. Yeah. That was basically my go-to was just jump out of the screen. Mm -hmm. So uh, another fun fact, Mario's actually a faster game than Sonic is, at least the original yep. Sonic games. It Sonic games feel faster, but they're actually not. No, it more does reward you with explorations. There are like hidden walls. You, you you can go through to get new extra lives, stuff like that. So yeah. on the one hand, it it you know it it wants to reward you for being fast, but it also rewards you for looking. So it just depends on what you want to do. And especially in mm -hmm. the older Sonic games, they don't really allow you to go that fast. Like the first no. level, okay, you can go pretty fast. Green Hill Zone, you can just hold the right. You know, just keep moving to to your right, and you're going to be fine. 
Yeah, but on yeah. the second level, it's a lava level, and you actually have to do some platforming. You have to wait yep. until you can actually move to something else. The platforms mm -hmm. are really slow, so it doesn't really emphasize on speed that much. That no. on, I think that happened when they started moving to 3D. That's when they started to emphasize on speed, and that's why True. everything yeah. went downhill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's it. There's not an, uh, in the older games. There's there's plenty of obstacles that stop you in your tracks, and you know, mm -hmm. a wall, a piece of rock. If if you go too fast, you're gonna run into spikes. Yeah, that as well. So too fast isn't good as isn't good either. But like I said, there is a lot of uh, hidden areas that you can find indeed. And that is just... And you also, you had to collect enough rings because you but did you... collect 50 or more rings. You wouldn't get the bonus levels, so you wouldn't be able to get the Chaos Emeralds. So you, exactly. you needed to take your time. You needed to be. Yep. You needed to collect at least enough rings. And if you were just going to run through the level and basically mm -hmm. ignore everything else and just make it through the end, you're, you're, you're just not going to get uh, all the Chaos Emeralds. You're not going to be able to do that. So yeah. yeah. No. I, I think that's a, mm -hmm. I think that Sega really tried to to sell Sonic as it's a fast game because we have blast processing, which was a bogus <laughs> term, mm -hmm. but it's a term they used. Yeah, we have blast processing, <laughs> so Sonic is the is is fast, and it can't be this fast on Super Nintendo, which is just blatantly not true. But mm -hmm. that's how they marketed the game, and that's yeah. how it's perceived. Yeah. So yeah. so yeah. I think Sonic is a pr is pretty good. The latest Sonic, Sonic Frontiers, fantastic game. Mm -hmm. Recommend everyone playing that. When it's on sale, pick it up. It's really, really good. It's a really good it's on open my list, world game. Yeah. Before that, though, um, most Sonic games, everything post-06 was pretty bad. Even Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 didn't age well. Died the dialogue is terrible. Um, oh, yeah. Th that for sure. Yeah. True. Like, it, True. Not just the dialogue. <laughs> the characters are just cringy. And honestly, the original uh, adventure games don't even play as well anymore. If you would play them now, they and they actually aged pretty poorly. Yeah. Mm. I remember how, like, when the Dreamcast came out, and how like uh, it was the big bang hit, right? For that, it was. I remember seeing uh, seeing that you know the scene where he's running from the orca and everything gets destroyed. That yeah. was like that's yeah, just that ingrained awesome. like in mm -hmm. my mind. And that's still uh, a fantastic yeah. scene, and they recreated that scene many times because it's an iconic scene. But that's yeah. because it showed us something we didn't yeah. see before. It showed us uh, speedy graphics. Mm -hmm. It showed us it, they did. Yeah, you they did use uh, you know fixed camera angles to actually make that scene happen. Otherwise, it would have probably just burned your Dreamcast to a crisp. Yeah. But yeah, it, it basically showcased <laughs> Perhaps, what the Dreamcast yeah. was capable of. It showed us a graphic fidelity that we didn't see before. And we quickly forgot about that when the PS2 came and basically steamrolled the Dreamcast into, extin yeah. into extinction. But yeah, um, yep. I don't think it's an A-tier yeah. game, though. They might become A-tier once again, but I can't put them on the same uh, level as some of the other stuff that we actually put on A-tier. Just because mm -hmm. uh, to be an A-tier game, I think that you need to be synonymous with quality. Yeah. And Sonic it's... is not synonymous with quality. No, not anymore. No. True. It's, uh, yeah, Sonic's always been weird in that way. Like, if I think of Mario, I immediately get excited, right? Mm. Just, I know how much fun, I, mm -hmm. I love Mario games. But when I think of Sonic, I'm just like, I don't yeah. have that urge to pick it up and play it somehow. It just... It's like, okay, I don't know, it's, I don't, it, maybe it's a less approachable somehow, I don't know. It feel, it feel, it felt, di it feels different to me. 
a Mario or uh, or any other popular. What you might franchise. be uh, describing here uh, can correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Sonic is very much a product of the '90s, and Mario seems more timeless. Eh. Yeah, yeah, I think that might be it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's mostly because they successfully transferred Mario over to more modern games, and they didn't really do that with Sonic in most cases. Uh, the best games are still the ones like Sonic Generations and, uh, you know, the the latest one, uh, Sonic Mania. Uh, the latest 2D yeah. one was Sonic Mania, yeah. Yeah. and that yeah. one wasn't even created by yeah. Sega. Well, at, at the end, obviously, no, the la- Sega the basically one. bought yeah. the game, but it was a fan-made project. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fan-made product, uh, just rehashing yeah. a lot of old-school stuff, uh, which is cool. They did some new stuff in there, the jelly. But other than that, it didn't really transfer well to mm-hmm. 3D in most cases for the Sonic games. And they did successfully do that with Mario. So yeah. Mario's more and popular. it's not for a lack of trying. Oh, no, they, they did try, but they failed on, they, they failed on every uh, turn. Except for Frontiers. I really yeah. think Frontiers is a great game. The story was shit. I didn't care mm-hmm. for the story at all. I basically spaced out every time the story uh, came <laughs> around. Right. But it's a game it's just, I played yeah. uh, and my kids mm-hmm. love to watch. Oh, and I right. love playing it. But there's so much right. to do and there are so many environmental puzzles. And the traversal is really fun that I really enjoyed that game. Like, I didn't care about the story, but the gameplay was mm-hmm. there. So I hope that they, you know, continue on that yeah. path. And maybe Sonic will make it back into that A tier one day. But right now, yeah. it's a B at best. I agree. Yeah, too. I agree. Oh. As someone who also grew up with it, it's definitely a B tier game for, uh, yeah. franchise right now. Unfortunately, so I would love to see different. But... So what's next? I, I can okay. We can speed run a few of them. No pun intended. But oh yeah, I mean Sonic okay. Riders. Yeah, I, I is, agree about I Riders. Know. I agree about Never Boom read. Boom. I just consider a Sonic the Hedgehog game. So I'm not gonna. But we do have Sonic Racing. Yeah, there are multiple Sonic Racing games. Right. And they are really yeah. to be honest they are fun they are really fun it's it's a it's just funny because it's again it's one of those things where they try to do the nintendo thing right but in this case it works out yeah yeah it, it worked out but it's always funny yeah. to see that those parallels from mm-hmm. oh they have a card game well let's make a card yeah. game as well though it took them a lot longer to make one in this case well the they, the first one's the, the, pretty yeah, modern. The, there was the, a sonic r basically oh, right. sonic was yeah. that, that one actually True. even came out on pc i think that's the first sonic game that came to pc was sonic r and i remember that one. it, so, it yeah. was terrible it was <laughs> yeah but but sonic was so sonic <laughs> it wasn't was good no it, no it was actually just terrible it controlled terrible it wasn't great sonic racing though the first sonic racing was really good but yeah. I really love Sonic Racing Transform. Mm-hmm. I actually still have that installed on my Steam Deck and I yeah. play it every now and again because that game is just so much yeah. fun. It has a lot yeah. of fun characters. It, is, it even has mm-hmm. uh, a character from Team Fortress in there just because it's on Steam. You, on you, Steam, you get yeah. That character. They, they do that quite a few mm-hmm. times where they inject yep. that. If it's on Steam, it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So, so they the gameplay was fun. The, the way the, the way the game uh, the the drifting and cornering was done in a really nice way, and you could change. Well, I think Mario also did that in seven or eight. But you could change you could change into a plane, you could change yeah. into a boat, and obviously you could be a car. And mm-hmm. th- that yeah. would happen multiple times in a single race. And it, the game's just really fun on on Wii U. 
of all things. You could actually play it. One person could play it on the <laughs> gamepad and the other person would just play it on the TV. So it wasn't even split screen, but you were still playing together. And that's how I played it with uh, Mariko. Yeah. Ah, nice. So, so I actually still have a Wii right. U version of that game. And obviously also have the, because it got bundled in with Humble Bundle a million times. I also have it on uh, on Steam and I still play it. There. Oh yeah. That game is just yeah. really fun. It's definitely not A tier for me, but if we consider Mario Kart as its own entry, I definitely consider Sonic Riders as its own entry. Yeah, it's just a well-developed game. Yeah, it's actually made by Sumo Digital. Mm -hmm. So it, it wasn't even developed in-house no. Nope. Nope. Assume digital does no racing. So. So where do we put this? They are good. I already gave my two, my two cents. Yeah, I would say A tier. A tier. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's it's really yeah, it's, fun. Yeah. At the least. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Let's yeah. skip Sonic Riders and Sonic Boom, as we said. Puyo puyo. No experience with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a fun uh, oh, Tetris like game. It's more yeah. like columns. Doctor Mario type. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Mario columns, yeah. They are fun. There are a lot of things that I enjoy about these types of games. And uh, there's even, you know, there, there, I know someone who uh, went to tournaments in Japan for this. So for the latest one on the Switch, okay. I think. So those are, yeah, they're, they're great fun. Uh, I wouldn't say they were S tier or anything or A tier. Uh, most likely B tier for me. Yeah, the, the, they might even not even be B tier for me. They, it, might, it might be C. And the reason for that is because Puyo Puyo on its own doesn't sell. Nowadays, they, when they make Puyo Puyo games, they, they make does, them literally say Puyo Puyo Tetris. And half of the game will be Puyo Puyo and the other half will be right, Tetris. Cool. And yeah, I true, have yeah, a true. Puyo Puyo Tetris game on the right. Switch. Uh, probably the one, you know, your, your, your friend mm -hmm. went for the to the tourney for. There's two. And I loved playing the Tetris levels. I hated playing the Puyo levels. And it's <laughs> oh, just God. because there's such oh, okay. a different uh, philosophy behind Puyo Puyo Tetris than there is to, or to Puyo Puyo to, mm -hmm. than there is to Tetris, that it actually mm -hmm. breaks my mind when, when I have to play the, okay. in, um, yeah, well, intern one another. I do know that Puyo Puyo is kind of popular, right. especially in Japan. There's even a Kirby game that's based on mm -hmm. Puyo Puyo. Interesting. So yeah, right. Um, it's it might be B if if you think it's B, but I'm I'm just not the biggest fan. But that's like an extreme bias. I'm, I mean, no, I, I understand. I understand. Uh, the juxtaposition can be pretty big when switching between the Puyo Puyo stuff and the Tetris stuff. I just love Tetris more. That that's yeah, okay. Problem. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm also looking forward to the Tetris movie, by the way. Yeah, as I've seen the trailer. So. Yeah, uh, it looks fun. Over the top, it looks really I know, like. Yeah, I, I know the crap. actual. Story. Did that really happen? You know. Yeah, we, we talked about it last time, didn't we? Yeah, we talked about it last time. So yeah. Anyway. P -O -P -O. Mm. Yeah, I okay. still think it's. I have no. Yeah, this, do you so. have you have no experience with it, right? Meteorist. No, okay. Nights into dreams. Yeah. All right, oh. nights. It was good at the time, but right now I. I don't think Knights is. It never it's evolved. Games were there too. So it's still there's the actually too, just yeah. one, but then there was a Christmas yeah. special. So I'm I'm not even sure if you can consider it a yeah, franchise. Yeah, exactly. But um, it does get referenced a lot in um, in mm -hmm. Sega games. It's, it's, it's remix, weird because I, I always see this art for it and the character, but it's 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 one of those games that I I don't know. It's just there somehow but it's not really you know, 
No, it doesn't really attract. It doesn't really click. It doesn't yeah. click for you. I never played it either, but it's yeah. it's, it's a Saturn game. Okay. Uh, originally, oh, right. they re-released yeah. it mm-hmm. on Dreamcast. And they even released a special controller uh, with an analog stick for the Saturn just to play this game because yep. it works better with an analog stick. And the Saturn you know, just had a D-pad. I think I have that so one. So they bundled it yep. with a special controller, which is very collectible. I'm actually selling it soon, <laughs> but yeah, it's very collectible. I ha- I have one right here. I also have <laughs> Knights versus Dreams Christmas Edition, yeah, oh. normal edition right here. Oh, it's that one. But it's <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it came with its own controller, and the controller is very, very, very collectible. But I'm not sure if I would consider a single mm-hmm. game and then basically a theme pack as a franchise. No. So yeah, and I, like I said, it did get some some reissues or remakes, but it's not. Yeah, they they remade it for Dreamcast. They re-released yeah, it for exactly. PC when they did the Dreamcast collection. But I'm not. I'm, you know, if you right. keep releasing the same game over and over, can you call it a franchise yeah, or just a re-release? True. I mean, the same yeah. for Wonderful 101. It, right, it feels so. like it should. It feels like it should have been one of those random titles that that just in the catalog of a console life cycle that like most of the time you would forget. Yeah. And but somehow this one always has this spotlight on it. That's how I perceive it. I mean, that is the strength of yeah. the title, I think. But, yeah, but you need to be you know, able to answer why is the spotlight on it and nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. It's just because it, Sega keeps pushing it. <laughs> it's, it's basically yeah, a cult they, classic. They just, they just try. No, I think it's basically... It's, it, it's, it's, it's a cult because classic. Because it's created by the guy that is currently probably going to jail. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah he's, he, he's definitely he going to jail. Uh, to, yeah. yeah. Oh, Inside he admitted brain. it. So yeah, yeah. He, he did but some he embezzling stuff. Sonic, so so yeah. he's he was kind of the guy that you know Sega wanted to, to put uh, to, to put out as their Kojima. It, it was their Miyamoto, uh, and mm-hmm. um, that's why Knights yeah. got pushed. Okay, I, I I have like I have no experience. Is it is it a mm-hmm. fun game to play? Because I've it's, never played it. It's but... sort of fun. It's I enjoyed it. Like a very trippy version of uh, Star Fox without shooting. Oh. But you still have to go through rings and co- collect certain items, and it's like parts of it is 3D, other parts of it are uh, you move back into a 2D plane. You need to collect enough orbs, and then you go back and you do the next level. It's really weird, but the controls very the controls are very fun. Ah, oh, I see. I, I'm watching a video of it, so I know what I'm looking yeah. at. But oh, okay, yeah, very funky game. It's at least it's very. It looks very original, at least. I would say C though. Like yeah, something like that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, agreed. At this moment in time, um, yeah. Next up then is uh, Super Monkey Ball. Yeah. Monkey Ball. Oh yeah, they're great. great. They're a lot of it's fun. It's fun with friends. They have wonderful yeah. mini games. The game itself is fun. It was the best on uh, on Wii. Mm-hmm. Motion controls really uh, rocked that game. Yeah, but I loved it on GameCube yeah. as well. It's, it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. that's when it first came out on played, the uh, consoles. Yeah, I played two GameCube. on GameCube a lot. Yeah, and fun fun fact, it was designed by the same creator of uh, the Yakuza games. Ah. So that's that is interesting. interesting, right? Yeah. It's um, Toshihiro Nagoshi, who later became the president of Sega for a while. He's now uh, retired from that role. I think he left mm. Sega entirely. But he created the first Monkey Ball for the arcade, I think. And then they reworked it into Super Monkey Ball for the, for the GameCube. And the rest yeah, is yeah. basically history for that series. Because it's a lot of fun. I, I would definitely, personally, I would put it on A. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. yeah. 
I yeah. played so much multiplayer. They're very challenging. Yeah, that's the game so was so good. Fun. Exactly. Jet Set Radio yeah. is next. Uh, it's one of those critical darlings. Yeah. And but I've never really I've played it a bit, but I, I was I was not one of the big fans. Like every time it gets mentioned, you see people light up, right? It's like, but uh, yeah, there's there mm -hmm. were two games, right? Yeah. Uh, Jet Set Radio and Jet Set Radio Future. Yeah. Which came yeah. for the Xbox. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, and one of those games that never really clicked with me personally. I it's think. the same with me. Like I tried it a few times. Um, first of all, I'm not really into skating games, so that doesn't help. Yeah. The aesthetic is fine. The music is fine, but it just never clicked with me. I played it for like an hour, and after that, I was like, "This is just not my thing." So I'm gonna uh, not have an opinion on this one. <laughs> I am a big fan mm. of the Jetset Radio games. Uh, I I do love skating games. I love Tony Hawk's a lot. Uh, Tony Hawk Skater a lot. I'm looking forward to the new skate games from the EA. Uh, people. Oh yeah, yeah, they're making a new one. Yeah, yeah, and they're making it free to play, which is interesting. Yeah, also oh, that's very, very scary. Interesting. EA and free yeah. to play. It is kind of scary, but they're from what I understand, they're only gonna do cosmetics and uh, some convenience stuff, but not game breaking gameplay stuff okay. uh, that you have to buy. So that's good. Wait and see. And it looks fun. Yeah. Uh, they've released some videos, uh, the latest one I just saw today, and it just looks arm-breakingly fun, basically. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Jetset Radio uh, has some awesome beats. Yeah, music and, and, fun and, music. and the graphics the style are really is great. the highlights, right? Yeah. The composer of the Jetset Radio games is Hideki Niagunuma. Ah. And he's also currently involved in a spiritual successor. Interesting. From the creators of Lethal League. Oh, Lethal League. Yeah, I I I've got that game as well. So that's a, that's a Dutch studio that is uh, working on a new version, Bum Rush Cyberfunk. Well, that sounds appropriate. <laughs> yeah, Bum Rush Cyberfunk. And the, the, the song uh, they, he already released for it is really fun. Okay. I, like, I love it. It's basically old school style. And uh, yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's an all right dude. Yeah. But the Jet Set Radio games were, I mean, it had that style. Yeah. It had it's that, very style that, that game. Kind of, yeah. yeah, it's a very stylish game. Uh, lots of swagger, lots of fun beats, interesting characters that you often, especially the DJ, you see return in other games. I Personally, for me, I, I would still put it on uh, B tier because it's not that big. It's very, it has a niche, yeah. basically. I think it's it's just a game with a big fan base. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, like a little darling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, per, yeah, for me personally, I haven't played it enough. I just know it's very mm -hmm. beloved. That's all I know about it. So. Yeah. I guess, yeah. No. I think uh, since you're the one who was most prominent in this, I, you have to decide, I guess. <laughs> yeah, for me, like I said, it, it, it would still be B tier for me, but it's not bad. It's not a bad. No, thing. no, it's definitely not a bad. It's game, still really, right. really fun and good, but it definitely has its, you know, its fans and 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 the people who like that those kind of games. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Uh, next up is a it's a bigger title, I think, in that regard is Crazy Taxi, yeah. which is just tons of fun and challenging. Yeah. Because of the time limit. Yeah, that's it's a really fun, yeah. simple but fun concept as well. Just mm -hmm. uh, combining like crazy racing with like a, it's a very simple setup. Pinjero, what are your thoughts? I like Crazy Taxi, but I'm not good at it, so I don't like it enough. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, when I play Crazy Taxi, I like have like maybe a two or three minute run, and after that, I'm just done. Yeah. Oh, wow. I love yeah. the original Dreamcast version. I don't like the re-releases. Mostly because the original mm -hmm. Dreamcast version had a wonderful slamming soundtrack. Like, literally um, slaps. Oh, yeah, that was good. And that made that made the game for me. That made it fun. Mm -hmm. 
And when I play the PC version, I'm missing those songs. So I needed to play the Dreamcast yeah. version because that's actually the good version to me. Yeah. But, it has offspring in it. So. It's yeah, just but, one game. <laughs> no, there's there are two games. Two games. And I think there's a yeah. third one in the arcade, but that's just an arcade version. But I'm not really so, sure yeah. if there's a third one. That might, I might be wrong. I know there's, there's like, there's also uh, mobile yeah. games. Mm. There's two different versions. One is a idle clicker, and the other is uh, the arcade game. But, but they're they're fun, but they're style, really but arcadey. Yeah. They're, they're they're fun to play in the short bursts, mm-hmm. and it's not something I can play for an yeah. entire evening. So for me, this is a, a D tier game. Mm. Yeah, I would put it on B as well because Crazy Taxi did a lot for Sega. As well. Yeah, but it didn't do anything for me. <laughs> no, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's still our tier I mean, list. I enjoyed them. So. <laughs> but yeah, no. Nah. This is yeah. not Sega's tier list. <laughs> We're tier listing no, Sega. No, 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 no. Of course not. Of course not. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe you can put it in the middle. Put it on C. So, so, so why would you put it on B? Yeah. Just explain. Because it, it it did a lot. Like it 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 defined. Just like Jet Set Radio and some other Dreamcast games, it did define the console, and for a lot of people, that is uh, also very important. Of yes, course. but so did Seaman. I'm, I wouldn't put Seaman on B. I would. Oh God! <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Um, oh my God! I mean, yeah, I, it's just no. It's fun. It's it's Chris Tex is is a very fun arcade game. It did you know. It did a lot of stuff right. It it had a in, fun playlist. Uh, the controls were okay. Yeah. The character models were okay. Level design was okay. It was. I don't. I'm not sure. I mean, it's fine if we put it, it on C then. Yeah. Okay. As, as so a, C is okay with me, but because because I compromise. can't say that it's better than Xenoblade Chronicles. I'm just can't. Okay. 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 <laughs> Understandable. It's, it's really hard because it's it's such a it's one of those crazy arcade type games. Mm-hmm. Like, it was one of the big uh, Dreamcast releases, yeah. right? And there weren't that yeah. many. But it got really popular because it had, like, a unique hook, I guess. Looking yeah. style. Basically, yeah. what, what this game did for Dreamcast was tell people, like, yes, you can have a full arcade experience in your living room now. Yeah, and, and that's they, what they, the most... Yeah. They kind of tried to get that with Saturn. That didn't quite work out, but that, that's what mm-hmm. the, the messaging for Dreamcast was. Yeah. And Crazy Taxi yeah. showed that that's true. Mm-hmm. It just it true. doesn't yeah. make it a great game to play at home. Because, like I said, I had fun with the game, but I had fun like for 10 minutes. And then I'm like, okay, that was Crazy Taxi. Let's play <laughs> yeah. something else. Yeah. Right. No, I understand. I understand. Yeah. But the next one, that, that's, that, that yeah, one's, no, that's a big one. The next one is one of my top time all favorite games. Street of Rage. Yeah. Streets of Rage, indeed. <sighs> the Classic beat em up. Yeah, I was never in, into beat em ups. So. <laughs> For me, the, I played the first game on my Genesis, well, my Mega Drive, yeah. obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And I played it with friends and we played through on every difficulty and we loved it. Then mm-hmm. the second one came around yeah. and the music was just so much better. The characters were more detailed. Yeah. It, was, it was, was more close up, less pulled back. And Mm-hmm. More variety, there were more variety in well. enemies, and it just that that mm-hmm. game. Okay, that game was way better. So then mm-hmm. the third one came around. The third one was okay, but had a lot of secret characters. If you played it a certain way, yeah. you can unlock like uh, I think three or four additional characters. 
You you could unlock mm-hmm. Shiva, which was a ninja. You can put unlock a kangaroo. Yeah, no, did you just did they just <laughs> went crazy with that game, and that's fantastic. But yeah. then, you know, we haven't heard that they tried to do another Street of Rage. Mm-hmm. That didn't work out. It got canceled, and they turned it into Fighting Force. No, not really. It's not Fighting Force. It was Spike Out. Was it Spike Out? I thought it was Fighting yeah, Force. Yeah, because I li- really like Spike Out. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, Fighting Force isn't a isn't a isn't a Sega game. I think it's an IDOS game. Okay. But no, I remember that because I did enjoy Spike Out in the arcades, and Spike Out basically laid the tracks for the Yakuza games. Mm-hmm. So in a way, Yakuza is an extension of the Streets of Raid series, which is why the combat is so good. I mean, the brawling is kind of similar. Well, where I was going with this is then they came out with Street of Rage Four, and yes, I love that game. It's yeah, so good. We've played that a lot. <laughs> I own it on multiple platforms. I mm-hmm. finished it on multiple platforms. It's literally mm-hmm. one of the best, if not the best beat em up I've ever played. Yeah. It's better Same. than Turtles. Way better than Turtles Shredded Revenge. And I like Turtles Shredded <laughs> Revenge, but that it oh, but it has no replayability. Yeah. You can replay Street no. of Rage for a lot. A million times. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they added DLC, which unlo- uh, helps you unlock the old characters, but they also added new modes. So that's uh, that's great for Switch of Rage 4. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. For me, that game is S-tier. Oh, same. 100%. All right. A- anything there, Mats? No, not really. I was never in- into the brawling games. I think played only like a few of them, but I, I was one of those games like, oh, okay, that's not for me. Um, mm-hmm. the- I think I did play a modern one, but I'm not sure which one it was. And I think I played the um, Scott Pilgrim game. That was one of the oh, yeah. uh, one yeah. of the beat 'em ups that I played. Yeah. Uh, just because I was well, a big fan of the school, film, like... and uh, I love yeah. the style of these of the game as well. So, uh, but yeah, other than that, I was never I never really played Streets of Rage. I think uh, mostly right. also because during the 16-bit era, I don't think my friends really played a lot of beat ups. So, and since the mm. those guys were the guys with the consoles, and I was with the PC guy. And the Commodore 64 yeah. guy, I never really got into them. Right. I mean, you could play Double Dragon on Commodore, right? So you could. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I had uh, on the Commodore there was uh, there was a game called Bob and Rumble or something. <laughs> uh, I think that was one I played, but I, I never got really far in it, and I also gave up. So, so yeah, this is all you. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I have to say that most beat 'em ups aren't great. I I have the Batman beat 'em up for Super Nintendo. It's not mm-hmm. a great game. A lot of no true crappy beat 'em ups came out, but oh, that's the, the, true. Two of that's them base stood out to me, and Final Fight actually three. Final Fight was good. I didn't really mm-hmm. like Double Dragon. I liked the first one, but I mostly just liked mm-hmm. the music of Double Dragon. I didn't really like the gameplay. Right. The second one was crap, and the first one wasn't much better. No, the second one was better from Do- Double Dragon. The second one had a different, had two different buttons. One of them would make you punch left or kick left, and the other one would do the oh, right. same, but yeah, then man, right, been, which is been too long absolutely freaking stupid. It is stupid. You're right. <laughs> so I didn't like the second one. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, I did like Double Dragon. Golden Axe, yeah. uh, Street of Rage, and Final Fight. Those were the three right. beat 'em ups that were actually good. All the others were mediocre. Well, well okay, turtles, turtles in time, turtles in time, and the Hyperstone Heist. But that's turtles, and we yeah. let's be honest. I like that most because you know what? It came out at it had perfect storm. I was young. Mm-hmm. I loved turtles. Mm-hmm. Turtles was everything back in the nineties. Yeah. So yep. yeah, um, the dead game. Even if that long even lasting. the NES game I thought was an instant classic, and that game was pretty bad. But I loved it <laughs> yep. because it was a turtles game. So I'm. 
Yeah. Themes can sell games, man. Absolutely. True. True. All right. So uh, on to the next one. So uh, it's Streets of Rage is S here. So yeah. that's clear. Uh, on to the next one. It's Alex Kid, which is a classic platforming game. I yeah. hate it. <laughs> I it's... played uh, Alex Kid in the Medical World uh, on my on the back then on my friend on my friend's uh, what is it the Master System. Master yeah. System. Yeah. It was yeah. the building game on the Master uh, System too, right? I'm not sure. I like so. I, I always get confused which yeah, Alex Kid so. is what, but I, I, Alex Kid in America World is the one that I uh, that I played. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there has been a, they even made a, like a, a remake on PC and mm-hmm. console, which is funny. To yep. see, that was just came out of completely nowhere to have that specific <laughs> Alex Kid game totally remade. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. no announcement. It was it was just suddenly there. <laughs> it's really yeah. funny. Which had the rock paper scissor mechanic in it and stuff. That's what yes. I hated about it. Like, the, <laughs> so the, weird. The levels were hard in that game, like really also, hard. Yeah. And then you yeah. would get to it the boss, an and the boss would yeah. beat you playing rock paper scissors, and you would just have to play the terrible level again. That's yeah. why I hate mm-hmm. Alex Kidd. Rock paper scissors killed him for me. Yeah. At, at, at right. some point, because of trial and error, me and my friends actually finished the game because you know the rock paper scissors thing was basically always the same. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. We just wrote them down on paper, and that's how we beat the bosses. Yeah. But it was just trial and error. It's like all, yeah, it's like a lot of games in that time, though. Yeah, were trial and error. Alex, yeah, but yeah. it is one that I dislike because of that. But sorry, I'm interrupting. Hmm. Go on. No, 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 no. I think we were. That's okay. Yeah, I just remember the first level very vividly, and the the like the, with the bike where you got, rode over the bike, you had to jump over things. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's all I know about Alex Kid. I know they had multiple games in the series mm-hmm. but yeah it's it's not very high tier for me um no it was it was one of those games that my friends had it was a platforming right. game and we played yeah. it but it was really difficult indeed the theme so. song stuck with me though mm-hmm. oh yeah the music <laughs> again <laughs> I, very I still remember it yeah yeah yep so all right but on what tier because personally i uh also disliked it because of the rock paper scissors thing I would put it on C. Uh, I think. The platform was good though, but it was not very bad. It's just difficult. It's worse it than bad. Sonic. It's worse than Sonic. It's worse than Sonic. Yeah. yeah. So C tier is fine. Yeah. Up next, well, you already said said it. Uh, it's Golden Axe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another beat up that I haven't played. Uh, I heard a <laughs> lot about. Actually, it's kind of interesting that you didn't play because the first time I played Golden Axe was actually in my elementary school. And it okay. was on PC. Ah, it was also on PC. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. played it on PC, and that's the first time I played it. I played it on the Mega Drive a couple of years later. I think it's been a couple. Might have been a couple of months. Who knows? It's a long time ago. But yeah, I played it on the PC for the first time. That's how I got introduced to Golden Axe. For some mm-hmm. reason, my school, which was uh, religious, had Golden Axe on the PC. I still don't understand how that <laughs> happened, but yeah. Uh, there was one guy in the, the computer lab. That yeah, the... definitely. <laughs> yeah, was one guy who, who, yeah, one teacher yeah, wanted one to play Golden Axe on the t- and we just happened to find yeah. it. I don't know. The, the computer teacher has, uh, yeah. But I loved the big, first big of Golden Axe. The third game was bad, and Golden Axe never recovered. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. They did a remake, I think, at some point, but it wasn't great. You could ride dragons slash dinos yeah. in the game. That was fantastic. They, they, you had a few that had a, like a uh, like a fire beam down, and yet one, I think mm-hmm. it was a red dragon that actually just shot a fireball straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is the, one of those. Yeah. Yeah. It, so. it, it, it had a cockatrice, which is uh, basically like a bird dinosaur, yeah. and you it would tail swipe. Yeah. The dinosaurs mm-hmm. made the game, though. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those titles where I 
kind of expect like this random remake comeback at a certain point where we'll have like an E3 or a Summer Games Fest where suddenly like Golden Could Axe uh, reignited or I don't know. Yeah, I kind of. I've kind of expected. That's one of those titles where they could do that. They tried mm-hmm. to, to do the 3D Golden X, and it was bad, really bad. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't good. I think it was in the no. 360 days. Ah, oh. yeah, yeah, it was. It now was that, that you mention yeah. it, yeah, I kind of remember yeah. that. I remember that uh, Fush sent me that game uh, because my. We were writing for the same publications, and he was the right, one. Right, yeah. And I told That's him it. that I couldn't review it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He, he sent me the game, no, and like in it. a few days, I was like, yeah, dude, I can't review this game. And he's like, why can't you review this game? This game is bad, and I don't <laughs> want to write anything bad. I just don't want to play it anymore. And I don't think we <laughs> okay. ever did that review. Oh, I'm not I, sure. I gave that game I back mean... to you, but I don't think anybody else picked it up. I don't. I'm not sure I still have it, though. <laughs> Maybe I gave it to someone else. You might have, but I don't think we ever wrote about yeah. it. Yeah, no, I don't, I'm don't. i not sure. But we can't figure that out anyway, because it's all gone, yeah, so, unfortunately. Gone. But, visually, it yeah. looks pretty good. I've, I'm Googling it, the Xbox 360 version. It, it does look yeah. okay. But, it, of course, I mean, that doesn't say anything. With the the game. gameplay wasn't yeah. that great, The gameplay though. was bad. The gameplay was really yeah. bad. So I, I, yeah. I tried it, it, it for like a, a day. It wasn't a side-scrolling beat-em-up, I think. Yeah. I tried it for like a day and was like, this, this is just not working out for me. I need to quit playing this mm-hmm. game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but overall, the franchise is pretty it's good. It's not S tier. So. It might be a B. It's good, but it's not mm-hmm. fantastic. Like, they, no, I they agree. didn't I agree. bring the third game to to the West. Europe? Like, they did, not no. the West. I don't even think. I, really? I don't huh. think it was a US release as well. That's a good possibility. Yeah. It didn't come to Europe, that's for sure, but I don't think it came to the u.s no i think it's mostly arcade only. because it tanked in japan so they decided mm-hmm. to just cut their losses yeah it's I, th- I think it was around around the time of the saturn and 32x stuff anyway so yeah it, it yeah. was very late in the mega drive uh it was still yeah. a mega drive game but it was very late in the mm-hmm. mega drive's lifespan yeah yeah so there was a lot of issues with the 32x and the uh and the, uh, and, and uh, you know move towards the saturn yeah the, the, they started to frankenstein it people were losing interest because of that and mm-hmm. that's how yeah. sega uh well started dying mm-hmm. it's a beat here right. for me or we no that's fine we agree okay yeah. yeah that's fine for me um so the next one is a classic racing game that inspired a lot of other uh modern games outrun. which is outrun yeah that one's really old. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't think I actually like played it, but I know I've seen like so much footage of it, and I've like there's been so many like indie games. Uh, there's actually indie games in development right now that are mm-hmm. uh, very inspired by it, uh, trying yeah. to imitate that arcade like sprite yeah. engine racing game style thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, a, a really good one, a really good one in that series in that you know, sort of a spiritual suce- successor yeah. is Horizon Chase Turbo. Okay. Which is kind of, which is definitely inspired by OutRun. Yeah. yeah. Same 80s vibe, same uh, music style. Yeah. And there was also, a, I think, in, say, in also in the 360 era, there was a very good remake, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's also a thing I remember because uh, it was like, the style was very similar to the original. Uh, yeah. Me, I'm going to look that up too. OutRun Express. And it's still... It's still Played a lot in arcades. Outrun one, uh, Outrun one and two are still playable uh, in arcades oh, in Japan. Right. Okay, and, so yeah, it had modern graphics. But even over here in the Netherlands, yeah. uh, there's an mm-hmm. arcade in, uh, in Amsterdam that actually has Outrun. Yeah, 
Nice. Yeah, but it has, it has a lot of classic uh, arcade uh, systems. Is it one of the more prominent, like, because it's a drifter, right? It's really focused on drifting? There is some drifting, yeah. 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 There is like, some drifting, yeah. Uh, what, was the, what was the start of, like, the drifting racing games? Was that Outrun or was there something before that? No, the, the, the real drifting stuff was basically, I think, the Ridge Racer games on the PlayStation. Yeah, but wasn't this there, wasn't some, there like, some drifting, before that? But something on the because the playstation is pretty not that i know no now, now i'm actually kind of curious drifting. pretty sure there was a i mean outrun did have had some drifting of course but i'm not sure if there was, was wasn't that like games. the whole point of outrun drifting yeah it was but yeah you had to really you had to corner yeah. because if you, you didn't, had to corner, if you didn't yeah, take the corners I mean, the drifting... right way like it, i wouldn't really consider it drifting basically you had high no. gear and low gear yeah and you would have to make these checkpoints within the allocated time and mm -hmm. you would have the ability to do multiple courses so you could go either yeah. all the way to the left and you would have and if you finish that you would finish course a and i think it goes up into yeah. f and the the goal is basically making those checkpoints but it doesn't really require yeah. drifting it requires dodging no. traffic and it requires mm -hmm. you to corner really well and that yeah, might be considered drifting. I'm not really sure because, well, it's an old <laughs> game and didn't really have a drifting mechanic, but you did need to corner no. correctly because if you didn't, you just wouldn't be able to make it to the end. And if you crashed, you obviously yeah. lost like four to five seconds. So <gasps> that would have made it really mm -hmm. difficult. Okay, yeah. so I'm, I've just looked up a video on drifting. The evolution of drifting games, which started in 1988 with Power Drift. And oh, that drift. was actually a game yeah. I also had on Commodore 64, funny I enough. I remember that one. Yeah. No, did you mention it? Yeah. Wow, man, that's so long ago. Yeah. 86 was the original yeah. release of Outrun. Oh, and yeah. you know what the next one was that had drifting? <laughs> Mario mm -hmm. Kart. That was, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah that like, makes sense. Which makes sense. And after yeah. that came Rich Racer in 1992. Yeah. Rich Racer is definitely a drifting game. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And I had issues with that game when it first came out. Like, how does this play? I can't really race. And then I figured out, oh, you need to drift. Okay, that's a lot easier. <laughs> I just remember always the lady uh, at the front yeah. of the marketing of that. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. the big thing. Yeah. When I think of Rich and Race, and of course, the the infamous uh, E3 presentation. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Rich Racer. Yeah. Rich <laughs> Racer. Rich Racer. <laughs> but yeah. Yep. Good old cat. Anyway, back to Outrun. Yeah, Outrun. Um, we still um, got some games to go. Uh, personally, it's a classic, and I would put it in A tier. Yeah, I think so too. It's definitely one of those arcade racers that spawned a lot of inspiration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was a good game on its own. I yeah. absolutely agree, and it's a beautiful segue into the next game, because you can oh. play Outrun in this next game. And <laughs> Yakuza. Yakuza. Yes, in the Yakuza games. And that is one of my all-time favorite series ever. Yeah. I have, yeah, I have three and four here, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm just very excited about Yakuza, because I've been evangelizing this series since the start. Ah. Um, it came out on PS2 for the first time. Mm-hmm. In, in Europe, and it had English voice acting. Which is, yes. And it had Mark Hamill as one of the ba uh, badasses. Yeah. <laughs> Which was great. Mm. I'm glad I got a re-release with uh, Kiwami where you had the Japanese voices, because I'm not a big fan of English voiceovers for Japanese characters. So that was an issue. With Yakuza 2, they didn't do that, so that was fine. But um, I love the gameplay, the, the, the style, the, the over-the-top silliness. The serious parts are great as well. You're just this big badass called Kazuma Kiryu, and you can beat up everyone, basically. Yeah. And the, the way you beat him up is just 
so visceral, so so satisfying. Yeah. Um, especially the finishers are just chef's kiss. It's it's such a it's such an awesome mix of different styles where you have a mm-hmm. super like serious drama thriller yeah uh, story yeah the main story is yeah with great acting and super like almost no, basically movie quality cinematography mm-hmm. it's just and then you have the the crazy beat em up gameplay in there with you when you're smacking people with bikes. Yep. And then there's hostess clubs, and there's arcade games, and yep. there's uh, and, what is and it? the side quests are silly as f. <sighs> yeah, I mean, so much stuff in that. Yeah, it's so over the top, and the fact that Kazumakuru is like the super serious person, but he's basically in the side quests, he is just the foil. Yeah, for all the serious, yeah. for all the silliness, and that's just what makes it great because he everything he does he takes very seriously, and even the city side quests where you have to bring someone a, a, a pizza, <laughs> and it turns out they want a visa and not a pizza, and they're like. <laughs> Dude, come on! How do you how do you come up with that? Yeah. You know? So that's that's just over the top fun. Yeah. And and even with the pizza, you have to uh, the pizza has to be hot, but you don't want to drop it. You have to be fast to get it over yeah. there. So there's a time mechanic in there, and it's just you know you don't want to bump in bump into people. It's just so much weird, so weird and funny. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad that the series got very popular because because uh, mm-hmm. I remember when I I, I, bought, I bought three. That was the first game I played from the Yakuza mm-hmm. series. And then later I yeah. bought four as well. But it was just this, yeah, which of course we called it the, the Japanese GTA back then, which is not really not really a good description of what it is. Really a misnomer, to be honest. But that's because it was a crime game yeah. where you beat up people when there's a storyline with, yeah. with uh, power struggles and stuff. So that's why we called it the, the GTA of Japan. But yeah, I, I really liked it. I, I, have, I, was never, I never got really far into the games. Mm-hmm. But I just remember having a lot of fun also because I went to Japan in 2010. So I kind of wanted to play something in J- that would take place in Japan. So I could just, mm-hmm. you know, because I kind of got a homesick feeling to Japan. And then playing that yeah. game is just like, oh, yeah, Same. I remember like all those environments and how cities are built and uh, even locations mm-hmm. that you would kind of recognize and stuff. Um, yeah. And would, you, you could just walk around and, and do little things uh, and, and then go back to the story. So yeah, yeah, it's a it's a great series, and um, and I liked how they uh switched to turn based for the last one, where uh, yeah, where they they have a new main character now, and they uh, they switched the whole combat system, mm-hmm. which is really cool because everybody's like first of course very apprehensive of oh god is this gonna be the downfall of this series or is it gonna be uh, a bump up and and a very interesting twist on it and yeah, gladly it turned out to be this, the last one. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, it's a, it's an S tier series. Like it, even for me, who haven't like fully finished the games, it's just mm-hmm. it's high quality, high production value, yeah. and just like that's all sorts of stuff in there for everyone. So yeah, it's great. And what about you, uh, Benjiro? I completely agree. Um, Yakuza is a game that has heart. Yeah, and yeah. What I mean by that is that everything in that game has been made and crafted with love. Every side quest has wonderful writing and it means something and sometimes it even gets emotional and you can, you feel mm-hmm. with this character these characters the world is alive and that's something that you you don't see often especially not in an open world game it's not no. the biggest map you'll ever play but it's packed full with content characters will just mm-hmm. start if you walk down the street characters will start talking to you and you'll just yeah. walk into Either one really crazy thing like delivering a pizza or, you know, running a 
we're running a company that has a chicken for as a mascot. Yeah, <laughs> true. To um, yep. nugget to to to, 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 to somebody's losing its its clothing because he got kicked out of a bathhouse, and you you need yep. to uh, stealth walk him into a clothing store to get him mm -hmm. a new set of clothes. That was fun as well. Yeah, it's just so weird and over the top. The com yeah, the combat system is just good. The characters are good. I kind of yeah. hoped they would leave uh, Kiryu Kazuma behind. Uh, they didn't. Not really. I was kind of hoping really, that they no. would turn a new leaf with Like a Dragon, but um, mm -hmm. that's not really he comes the truth. Back. True. Um, yep. But yeah, I absolutely love the series. I can't wait to see where it goes. I'm afraid that sometime, that they might be overdoing it and might be oversaturating it uh, with some additional side stories like Ishin that we have right now. Yep, that just came out. Judgment, obviously. I'm afraid that, you know, too much of a good thing is still too much. So I'm yeah, hoping true. they won't oversaturate it because it's so popular now. I know that Sega keeps wanting to pump these out, right? Make money. Yeah. So I, yeah. I hope they um, they can keep the quality up. That's all I'm saying. But it's definitely Same. an S tier game. Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing is, with uh, we, we get Ishin right now, which is basically a remake of uh, a game that never came out in the West. No, it's a PS3 game. Yeah. Just like uh, Yakuza Kenzan or Ryagaku Toku Kenzan, basically. Which will probably never make it here because of some which, questionable content. No, because. Content. Oh, yeah. That storyline is very. Uh, yeah, there's some iffy stuff in there, even though it happened in real life. But, you know, it's it's questionable. But And we do get a spin-off with Kiryu, yeah. but uh, later this year, I think. And then next year, we probably get uh, Like a Dragon uh, 8. And that is continuing the story of uh, Like a Dragon 7, but also Kiryu is back. And But you'll be playing yeah. Ichiban, and Ichiban is just a really good character. So anybody yeah. who hasn't played Like a Dragon, Like a Dragon is a fantastic game. Yeah. It's, it takes a little bit to get into. Like It took me 10 hours to really enjoy it, because I used to enjoy <laughs> the you know regular Yakuza games, the brawler types. And it was for me, it was a real switch to, to start going back to uh, turn-based. Mm -hmm. But in the end, I really yeah. enjoyed that game. It was so much fun. And I think yeah. I have over 100 hours in that. And... Mm -hmm. Well, you, you know, Flash, at, at some point I was like, am I going to do the final dungeon? And final dungeon requires your character to be literally at level 100, <laughs> yep. fully um, geared. And I was I was contemplating actually doing that, and, and you advised me, like, just quit, man. You, you, you did basically <laughs> anything you could do. All you can do is just grind for 20 levels to get there. And I was like, yeah. okay, th th I should quit. Yeah. And that's when I... Yeah, and, and the fun play. part is, I did get you hooked to the games. Yeah, eventually. At, at some point, I sent you a message um, because <laughs> you you kept telling me try Yakuza. I was like, I'm not gonna yeah. play this. I don't want to read an entire game. If I want to read, I'm gonna grab a book. I don't want to read <laughs> subtitles mm -hmm. the entire game. And at mm -hmm. some point, I did try Yakuza Kiwami. Actually, no, Yakuza Zero. I tried Yakuza yeah. Zero, and Yakuza, yeah, Yakuza that Zero, one resonated yeah. with me. And after that, I started playing all of them, and I still have yeah. a couple to go. Yeah. yeah, I finished uh, multiple games. It's 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 a great series. Mm -hmm. So next up, yeah, moving on. Uh, the next up is Shenmue. Oh God, I don't uh. like Shenmue. <laughs> it's I like the original on the Dreamcast. Yeah, I didn't play three because I heard it's very bad. Yeah, but um, it's sort of an in between between Yakuza and an uh, a regular. I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of game. a proto Yakuza game. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it's basically that. Yeah. yeah. But I I, yeah. I remember it fondly because of I don't know, remember it's one of those other big Dreamcast titles that mm -hmm. uh that showed off with graphics and having this 
like all these different types of gameplay in there. Mm -hmm. And the uh, quick time yeah. events, of course, was a very big thing for that game. Yeah. Uh, I think it was, it might have been one of the first one where that was very prominent, right? I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's the one that started it. That's what started. No, not really, because it was already on PlayStation 2. There was already a lot of quick time stuff on PlayStation yeah. Oh, 2. right. Yeah. But I, uh, I think the big seller for Shenmue was the fact that it had like a semi real uh real time day schedule that if you mm -hmm. were late to a store you would have to wait yeah. until it opens up again. And that's yeah. what killed it for me. Because mm -hmm. I I said this before when we were talking about Pikmin, I hate time management. I hate time management <laughs> right. games yeah. and this game actually punishes you really, really hard for <laughs> for mismanaging your time. Yeah. And yeah. When a game does that, I get anxious and I'm starting mm -hmm. to panic and I'm just not having fun. And that's why Shenmue no. isn't for me. And that's why I said I hate Shenmue. And that's all I have to say about it. So I'm going to leave this <laughs> right. up to you guys. Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's been so long since I've played it. But uh... yeah, it's, 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 it's a classic in a way, but not in a very good way at times. Um, there's, there's just this meme about where, where can I find sailors and that's it. <laughs> yeah. And other than that, the game is okay. I personally would it would put it on B, maybe C. Yeah. In that case, I would I don't personally put it on. About it, actually, no. I think it also it it was it did some really cool things. That, so I would put it true. at B. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. it's it, uh, it did yeah. It did some really good things. Some really cool yeah. things for especially yeah. for the time. Mm -hmm. Um. Next up would be Fantasy Star, a classic RPG series that isn't doing much these I days. I never played a Fantasy Star game. Me neither. They are very niche. Yeah, very niche. Because I, yeah. I, I know the title. It's like, oh yeah, Fantasy Star it's immediately rings mm -hmm. bells, but I have to now Google Fantasy Star. Because <laughs> right. oh yeah, online, of course. Fantasy Star Online. I mean, Fantasy Star Online is still popular, yeah. uh, but it's, it's not really... It's it's just basically a new ver very new version compared to the older games, which are turn-based titles. Yeah, they are good, but you know, not as popular as like a Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest. No, or other similar titles. But they have been going for a long time with the series. They yeah, I think they started on Master System. Yeah, they did. So yeah, yeah. The first yeah, one was Master System. The second one was already I mean, on Genesis. Yeah. And then you got Fancy Star Online on the Dreamcast. Yeah. And uh, Fancy Star Universe. I remember having that one on the PlayStation 2. And yeah, then it's Fancy Star Online 2. And that just got a major update. So it's still out there. It's still good. But personally, I still would put it on B. But that's just me. Yeah, I, know I, that, I have nothing with it. I know I wanted to play Fancy Star Online, but I needed a credit card and I just was too <laughs> mm -hmm. young for a credit card. And my parents were like, no, we're not giving our credit card over to a video game company. So screw that. And <laughs> yeah. I never got to play Fantasy Star. And I, no. I didn't play it on Master System. I knew about it from Genesis. I think I've seen the boxes lying around, but just mm -hmm. never resonated with me. No. So, no. yeah. You, no. We can, you can put it on B if, if that's where you want it to be, but... Yeah, I mean, they're good games still, yeah. but, you know, not for everyone. The, the next one uh, is driving in... Sorry, I'm going to take this because it's funny. The next one is just yeah. driving in a, in a circle and taking a left turn. <laughs> Daytona, yep. USA. Uh, yeah, and it's fun. It is a fun game, I have to agree. It's a fun game. Okay, I have no arcade. experience with it. <laughs> but I played it on PC. I, I never played it on, yeah. on a console. The 
the funny part is that the 3D racing games are really good on uh, the Sega platforms. Like the Sega built games, Sega Rally, Daytona USA, Scud Racing, which is an arcade-only experience, I think. Uh, they are really good. They yeah. are solid racing games. And um, Daytona did a lot for the entire uh, yeah. racing franchise, uh, all the f racing games for Sega. So they're, they're still arcade experiences, but they are good. So, yeah. I mean, long story short... Um, the fun part is, is that the same creator of Yakuza, which I mentioned earlier, Toshihiro Nagoshi, is also the creator of the arcade titles Daytona USA and Furtra Striker. So that's a fun fact. He's He's been around a lot. <laughs> he's done a lot of stuff, yeah. 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 yeah, he's a legend in that regard. Yeah, I was okay with Daytona. I, I don't yeah. think it's a very big thing, at least not for me. So it's either a C or a D. I, I get that people really enjoy it, but NASCAR just mm -hmm. isn't really my thing. It's uh, not really NASCAR, is it? It's sort of. Sort of. It has NASCAR in it, but it has I also see cars, screenshots but... of like bridges and, and roads. Oh, and yeah. Stuff. I mean, it's not just. Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's basically a touring car game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's mostly a touring car game. It's not really. Uh, it, it says Daytona USA because, you know, that was popular at, at that time. Daytona is, of course, a known racing area. Mm. But other than that, yeah, I, I, I still think it would be an A for me. Okay. Yeah, I I, th I think it's one of those beloved things for in the if you're big into race games as well. But yeah, it's a okay with me. A okay with me too. Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, next up is uh, one of my favorite fighting games. Virtual fighter. I, I'm willing to fight you over this one. <laughs> no, we're not going to fight over this one because for me, it is one of the best uh, fighting games out there, and that's Virtual Fighter. Mm. I agree. Really I agree, but I also disagree. Like I played Virtua Fighter <laughs> one and it's two not for you. back in the day, and it was okay. Mm -hmm. Like I played, but it's not on the same level as Street Fighter. It's not on the same level as Killer Instincts. It's not on the same level as Tekken. It's. I disagree. Yeah, I know you completely disagree, but I, like I, I get what Virtua Fighter did. They were like one of the first to actually do a 3D arena, but there are so many mm -hmm. better games, in my opinion. Like, I'm not saying your opinion is invalid. I'm just, mm -hmm. as a kind of a guy that really played a lot of fighters and really loves a lot of fighters, this mm -hmm. is... Uh, no, the, the, the thing is, a Virtua Fighter is, is a much slower-paced fighter. It's more strategic than, like, Tekken, for instance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it helps that... You, I don't know. I, I, just, I just really like Virtua Fighter for that because it, it just feels more natural. It's, it's less over-the-top. It's less over-the-top, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can still jump very high, which is over the top, of course. But you know, yeah, but it's um, I don't know. There's 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 more. You you can play more defensive. Then explain why Virtual Fighter doesn't have an esports scene. It did when all those other games it did. Do. But I think Sega didn't really support it anymore. Like the last Virtual Fighter Five, the first version of that came out. I don't know. I think on PlayStation Three. But they re-released it plenty of times. So I think you can 5. play it on current consoles if you want. Yeah, you to. can. Um, I mean, you can play it on PlayStation Four, but it's been a very long time since they actually released a new Virtual Fighter. So the support isn't really there anymore. Yeah. Not not like Tekken. That's that's getting a new version uh, next year or this year or next year. I'm not sure. Um, not not like a new Street Fighter that's coming this year. Um, so it's been. Definitely a couple of years since they actually had a new Virtua Fighter, but that's but it's also because the creators all left mm. the studio. Okay, 
I think so, it's also just help. Of, doesn't help that, uh, like you said, it's a more muted fighter game. Yeah, and it doesn't stand out in anything. Does it has some great characters? Yeah, fighter, if, but I mean, like I, gameplay I remember, technical, right? Yeah, but the thing is, I remember playing Virtual Fighter Four mm -hmm. in uh, in the Japanese arcade in two thousand six. So that tells you all about how long it's been since Virtua Fighter Five, uh, since Virtua Fighter Five came out, and yeah, Virtua Fighter Five is definitely on PlayStation Three because I can see it's right there. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, it's been years since a new one came out, and the latest one was not sure if it was yeah, it was free to play, but you could buy some uh, like costumes and that sort of stuff. But it's it didn't really resonate with people. I don't think there's a lot. There wasn't. There was a lot of marketing behind it. I still think it's one of the better fighting games out there. Yeah. So it's. It's one of those games that's its quality is pretty good, but I think yeah. it doesn't like stand out and doesn't get pushed a lot by the, the publishers pushed, and stuff. No. Yeah. So it's kind of like fading away a bit. Yeah, which is a shame. I still think it—it it, it is definitely not S tier, uh, but I still do think it's A tier. But I'm not a big fan of Street Fighter or Tekken, so okay. I mean, I do like Tekken. I have all the Tekken games, so that is there's that. I do like Tekken a lot. I mean, there's a reason I did go to the arcades and played both Virtua Fighter and uh, Tekken. And then I opted for Tekken, so I went with the PlayStation instead of the Saturn. Mm. But um, I do kind of regret that I didn't go for the Saturn at the time. I picked up a Saturn later, after it was very um, very much uh, discounted, of course. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, for me personally, I haven't played it a lot, so I, I don't think I have a say in it. But um... I, I disagree with the A tier, but I'm, I'm willing to give it to you. All right. Um, so the next title is um, a fun uh, game that's actually coming back uh, for the Switch. Somebody Amigo. <laughs> yeah. I... Somebody Amigo. Yeah, I know. I, I saw the, the, the announcement for this uh, for this return of this franchise, and I just like, okay, I have no mm -hmm. idea. I, I remember the monkey uh, a lot, like the covers in uh, like older mm -hmm. cover boxes, but I have no connection to this franchise. I remember the Samba controllers. I I think I've seen it in an arcade once or twice. For Dreamcast. Yeah. But yeah. it does nothing for me. I don't think the music is interesting. I don't think the movement is interesting. Right. I, it's not. I love rhythm games, but this is not one of them. No. <laughs> I, okay. I would, yeah. I would put it hmm. in D tier, I think. Right. I was just surprised that Tatsu's like this come back suddenly. This is like someone has apparently has no, very big faith in it. So yeah, I think I think they have more faith in it than than you yeah. because uh, I think they do. I think it will sell well. Not great. Not not you know not, not like a million seller, but I think it will be mm. a lot of fun. I'm not sure. Like it's gonna have to work with Joy Cons, and Joy Cons are not known for being very uh, accurate, <laughs> to say the mm. least. Mm. Okay. They did, they don't release their own controllers. You know that that was like a gimmick that people would get into that they would get the Samba controllers, right? But now they don't get the Samba controllers. Now you just have to mm -hmm. use your Joy Cons. I'm not seeing this going yeah. well. Like un unless it's All a right. twenty bucks game, I don't see it selling. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. It's uh, it's going to be interesting anyway. All right. I think it might do okay. I'm not like like I said. I don't I don't think it's going to be a million seller, but I think it might do okay for them. And I think it's just an updated version of the original game, so it doesn't cost a lot, uh, cost much. Okay. No. Um, so we put that on D tier. Um, the next game might score a little higher, which is Panzer mm -hmm. Dragoon. Yeah, it's not scoring higher for me. Nope. No, the the first Panzer okay. Dragoon and the second one, they're okay. 
Mm-hmm. But they're they're not great real real shooters. They're okay real right. shooters. They're not great. Panzer okay. Dragoon, the other Panzer Dragoon, uh, which was an RPG, was really mm-hmm. good. But I'm not really sure if you can count it as being part of the franchise because it's a completely different game. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not the same. It's it's more of a spin-off. So if I would have to say Panzer Dragoon, I would just count the first two games. I wouldn't count the. I think it was called Ansel. Okay. It was Orta on the Xbox. Yeah, I think so. Which yeah. uh, that's the one I remember because it was one of yeah, the. Yeah, the, the ports were apparently bad. The latest ports aren't that great. Yeah, yeah. there was yeah there was kind of a remaster yeah. release for it, right? Or a mm-hmm. remake. I'm not sure yeah. which of the two it is. I yeah. think it was a remake. Yeah, which wasn't that great. I mean, it's basically was one of the first remakes that team okay. ever did. Um, they did a lot better with, I think they also put, uh, got the front missing games from Square yeah. Enix, the first one, and the second one's coming out, and apparently those ports are a lot better, so they, they did learn, but Panzergoon unfortunately didn't yeah, do It's, it's also very niche, right, mm-hmm. to have uh, a real shooter like this it's, on modern systems. Yeah. So uh, people yeah. are like, wait, what? What is this? It's like, wait, you cannot fly freely, mm-hmm. and then you have to, like, aim only, and... That is true. So it's, it's, yeah. I think it doesn't do well because of that either. Like the zoomers mm-hmm. of our generation are just not going to gel with that. And maybe like the, the old <laughs> fans might be into it, but yeah. I mean, for the, when it, when it came out, they were yeah. classics. Yeah. Panzer Goon 1 and 2 were classics when they came out because um, they were just yeah. good. The originals the uh, for sure. Yeah. But yeah. as a franchise, would you still consider it? No, not, not today. Or, at least. Uh, currently. I, I think it's a product no, I, of its I, time. Just like Sonic yeah. was a product of its yeah. time. I think mm-hmm. Panzer Dragoon is the same way. Like, if they would make a stellar game now and call it Panzer Dragoon, and it would maybe be, yeah. uh, it won't be a real shooter, but it will be a fantastic dogfighting game. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, could be. It yeah. might be higher, but I think it's like a D or a C tier at best right now because. Yeah, I, I would say C as well at the moment. So there weren't bad games, they're just like, just not just. Just not very big in the spotlight anymore. At least not today. They would have rated no. higher probably in their time, but nah. it's just mm-hmm. it's just a little bit gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one I can't really read. Tensei Mag- Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah. Oh my god! Of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can't I can't see it really good on the screen, but um, anyway. So the Shin Megami Tensei series started under Atlas, mm-hmm. but Atlas at one point got acquired by Sega. So now they could be considered Sega games, of course. So yeah, they are. There are f- good games in there. There are some duds, like the newest Soul Hackers 2 didn't re- get received very well, even though it was okay. Soul Hackers um, is not Shin Megami Tensei. It's fa- it it does fall under the Shin Megami Tensei line. But then Persona also falls under the Shin Megami Tensei line. In a way, yes. I don't. So it I, does. I like to disagree. <laughs> I mean, they're all based on the same principle at some point. They're all basically Pokemon. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Pokemon for adults, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Shin Megami Tensei, it's, you're catching demons. You use your demons in your team. They have yes. strengths and weaknesses. And then you play your game uh, that way. <clears throat> Shin yeah. Megami Tensei, um, I played six recently. They're really difficult. They're, it's um, five, right? Sorry, was five. Five. Yes, was five. Yeah, they're really <laughs> difficult. Uh, they also re-released yeah. two. They're very three. grindy. They're re-released three. They're very grindy. Yeah. They're very old school uh, JRPGs. Story's not that great because you, it's just about uh, angels versus demons, basically, and you're 
try, mm-hmm. trying to make it through that world. Yeah. It's They're, good, but yeah. it's very niche. Yeah, it's it's not yeah. it's just very not niche. great. Never yeah. played one either. There's like a, a massive cult following. Yeah. I think that would be a B. The Shimigami Tensa series in itself, yeah. Yeah. I don't have a a lot to add to that though. No, that's okay. Sometimes I mean, you don't. Like, like I said, the Shimigami Tensa yeah. series has some spin-offs. And the biggest spin-off would be the Persona series, because that is what really popularized the genre. Yes, but that's you 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 might consider that a spin-off, but I don't. Good series. It's a it's a good series, yeah. It's a really good series. Five is yeah. fantastic. They're working on six right now. Uh five mm-hmm. is definitely great. They just re-released three and they re-released four. They will never bring uh over any of the older games because they were completely different. Probably, yeah. Uh, I mean they, they did re-release them on PSP, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, but then we're not gonna see them again. Probably probably not, no. So they did a couple of spin-offs. You have fighting games in the Persona series. You have dancing, music, yeah. the dancing games, music games. Mm-hmm. You have a dungeon crawler game for the DS, which they call Persona Q, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. They have like chibi characters, and you have to write, you have to draw your own map. So it's, the games are a lot of fun. There's a lot of mer- merchandise around it. Persona is basically its own thing now. It's not part of Shin Megami anymore, and. Uh, I can't wait for them to release the next version. Mm-hmm. I'm happy it, it, it got released from the PS3 and PS4 and is actually available everywhere right now. So if you yeah. haven't played Persona 5, pick it up. Same goes yeah. for Persona 3 and 4, although 5 is mm-hmm. absolutely superior to any other. And that, my <laughs> friends, is why it's an S-tier game. Yeah, it's an S-tier game for me as well. Okay, so the next game, Disney's Castle Evolution, Mickey mm. Mouse. We can skip that one. I know there's one that... Uh, Not really. Because oh, there's Castle Evolution, you have World Evolution, and now there's a new Island Evolution thing yeah, isn't coming a, isn't, Are we talking about the franchise Illusion? Or... Okay. Yeah. I guess it's the illusion. Yeah, because I only I played yeah. again on the master system that my friend had. This, we're getting a lot of these today. Uh, I played Castle mm-hmm. Evolution, and I I really liked that game. It was really yeah. difficult. It was not an easy game. Like no. the toy no. world, but it was very imaginative. I remember being blown away by the yeah. graphics, even on master system, mm-hmm. and how the world was created. Like the toy world with all the different toys in it, and you had to jump on bubbles and all kinds of very you know, like really cool level design and stuff. And the music was really good. Yeah. I have that version on the Mega Drive, so it's graphically it's yeah. a little better. Uh, but I also have World Evolution, which introduced a second player in the form of Donald Duck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can play it with two players. And it had like a fun, inspired by um, Alice in Wonderland world, okay. where you can sink into the uh, jello right. and that sort of stuff. Yeah, and, they, uh, and they made a remake for modern systems of Castle Illusion. They did? Mm-hmm. This- I still have that yep. on Steam. Yeah, it's on yeah. Steam, yeah. Um, they are great games. I personally would put them on because their difficulty and because it's so good on A tier, but that's just me. No, it's B at um, best. Really? Yes, they're they're good, but they're not great games. Uh, World of Illusion was pretty easy, and also if you had to play with AI, it was kind of crap. You had mm, to play it with It was okay. No, it wasn't yeah. great. Like Donald would do stupid stuff, or Mickey would do stupid stuff. And I'm not really sure about the remake. It looks kind of weird. It actually looks kind of uh, cheaply made. The original Castle Evolution was great, but the original is better than the remake. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. That is. Yeah, true. I've only I only have experience with yeah. one title, so 
So mm-hmm. I, I would yeah. say B. Like it's it's right. a saying. It's better than Sonic the Hedgehog and Mario Party. And all right, uh, all right. L- l- let's yeah, put it in right. perspective, right? You, you can give everything yeah. a passing grade, but you need yeah. to look at what else we put. There no, no, well. I know, I know, I know. Okay, so know. next up, and that's one Messman will probably be able to talk about <laughs> yeah. is um, the Alien franchise. Yeah, yeah. well. It's weird because this is not really a franchise, uh, unless you say all alien games. It's a, this is a single game. Uh, yeah, so I don't know why it's game. in yeah, there. They, so. they did more, right? It's a, the, it's a, let's just call it the alien franchise because Sega's owned that or owned, uh, had the license to that franchise for a very okay. long time. Yeah, well, that's that becomes really schizophrenic because there's a lot of different types of games in that series. Then Alien Isolation is a great game if you look at it as an alien game. So. That's a yep. that's that's an S tier game for me, also because it's mm-hmm. made by a studio that usually makes RTS games, <laughs> but they were so yep. in love with the Alien franchise that they decided, okay, we're just gonna make an Alien game and totally retro futuristic mm-hmm. style, which it's basically one of the best movie tie-in games ever, and it's very interesting because it's a sequel to Alien One, the original movie, where mm-hmm. you play as the daughter of Alan Ripley, which only gets mentioned in the special edition of Aliens. And uh, mm-hmm. it's a very good game. It's just, um, it, it's a little too long. I will always admit that. Uh, I think they wanted to do too much. And they kind of stretched uh, things mm-hmm. a little bit in the end. Um, but yeah, if you're an Alien fan, that is the, like the, the, the essential game to play. Uh, especially if you're a fan of the original yeah. Alien. The first 1997 movie. Um, other mm-hmm. Alien games have been... All right, too good to me. Um, there's one very terrible game. Uh, there's been a, a few. Uh, I mean, Colonial yeah, Marines. Yeah, Colonial Marines was, was really bad, bad. I think. Um, I don't know what that. Why they did that? It's such a weird. I, I think. I think yeah. what happened is that they wanted to make the aliens game, and then they felt like. Okay, we can make a first-person shooter uh, with aliens, but it's it it probably felt limited to them. So they tried to like tag all kinds of things to it, uh, where you fight a lot of humans as well. And there were some pretty decent little things in it, uh, like these blind alien mutations and stuff. But yeah, I I, I didn't get far into the game. Mm. Uh, it was cool to walk around in environments straight from the movie. So you would basically memorize things from the movie. And, oh, if I go through this hallway, you get there, and this is. Uh, uh, like very, it's all rec- recognizable, but yeah, it, what, that was a big dud. <laughs> uh, especially since they toyed around with the plot as well, uh, bringing back dead characters and stuff, which is really weird. Huh. And of course, there were the yeah. Aliens vs Predator games started on the yeah, but those were Capcom, right? Oh no, that's there was, no, yeah, that, there was a brawler, a there was a brawler, Alien vs Predator. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, those were Capcom and then at in, the time. Uh, yeah. You had a Sega Saturn FPS game. Yeah. yeah, and then it moved to PC yeah. with the 1999 Alien vs. Predator, which was really good. Uh, you get to play the three perspectives, uh, Alien, Marine, and the Predator, mm-hmm. which was better than the movies, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just because it's, it's really cool, because uh, they were so distinct. Like, the Marine was your standard FPS game, but it, of course it was cool to play Marine in that world. The Alien was completely different. Mm-hmm. It was You played an actual hunter, you had to be yeah. stealthy. Uh, because you were quite vulnerable, uh, but very deadly. So mm-hmm. basically like a glass cannon in, in form of an... Uh... And then, of yeah. course, the Predator was, was yeah. kind yeah. of in the middle, which is... Uh, mm-hmm. You have all these cool yeah. gadgets that you, that you have to... 
you have to like a, like a certain energy level where you have to balance things out. And they made a few more of those. Uh, there was uh, Alien vs Predator 2, which is now a game that you can't get anywhere, which is mm -hmm. really sad. Yep. And then they made they rebooted again for the Xbox 360 era of games. And it was all right, but not very special. So it kind of got into a low point until Alien Isolation came out and bumped up the Alien uh, thing. Right. So I wouldn't put this in too high of a tier. Um, it was Most of the games are okay. So I would, I would say hmm. overall, I would put it in B if we're talking about the entire Alien franchise. Yeah, yeah. seems good. Yeah, the, the biggest part is still Alien Isolation. That's probably one of the best yeah. right now. That, that was like, like even now today, if you look at it, the graphics are still amazing. Um, I even played mm -hmm. it with my Oculus uh, dev kit when I, when I had that. And that was one of the scariest things you could play <laughs> with a VR headset. <laughs> of course, the Alien and I as well in that game is... That's so yeah. cool to have. It, it, instead of like mm -hmm. having the scripted... Uh, encounters you have an alien that will hunt you and will react to things and yeah. will actually try to trick you as well and get used yeah. to distractions so it, it won't fall for those things anymore. Mm -hmm. It was such a cool concept. Yeah, I also remember uh, watching streamers and they had their mics oh, on. Right. And there was a there's a function that if you breathe into your mic yeah. they could hear it. Especially it when you're in a cool. locker. Yeah. So when you hide in a locker and yeah. if you make too much noise the alien would find you as well. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. Like, yeah. how did they find me? Like, yeah, your mic's on. Oh, shit. It's also like, <laughs> many people think like in the first part of the game, you can't get caught by the alien, which is actually a lie, <laughs> which is really funny. Yeah. Because I'll see a lot of pe people like in chat, like from a, in the stream, people in chat would say, ah, no, man, the alien doesn't get you here. It's just all, it's just trying to scare you. Yeah, you can just get, <laughs> wait for the tram and you can get in. And then suddenly the alien will pop out if people will, will be running around. Uh, it was really fun to watch people <laughs> get trapped by that. And, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that I I understand why the Alien Isolation is like the choice here to put in the tier list. But yeah, yeah, Alien games have always been a bit weird. Oh, there was also Alien Trilogy on PSX and Alien Resurrection, mm -hmm. uh, which were both pretty good games. Um, I think Alien Resurrection is still mm -hmm. really cool. Is that like a almost like a Half Life kind of experience, um, where you also play the different <laughs> characters from the movie. Right. And uh, yeah, there's some actually some indie games are being uh, like inspired by it. There's an indie game called Derelict that uh, an indie developer is working on. It's very inspired by that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, I, pretty uh, cool. I also remember that there were was talks about Alien Isolation 2 last year. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're still happening. Uh, it would be neat if they uh, went to the Aliens route with it and do it right. <laughs> mm -hmm. That would be cool. Right. But uh, I can also see those developers, uh, for example, making a Jurassic Park game, for example. Where you have dinosaurs yeah. using that same AI, you know? That would be cool. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, the, the yeah. ending of Alien Isolation had a little bit of a tease at the end where things are open for a sequel. So it My could eyes. happen, but it's been really, really, really quiet. Uh, so maybe it's mm -hmm. behind the scenes they're brewing something up. That would be cool. I would love to see. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see them do a second take on it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So for now, I think that's all Sega stuff. Um, next time we'd probably have Capcom. Ooh. That's a big one for the next year. Yeah, that's uh, that's quite 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 All a few the games. <laughs> yep. So um, yeah, uh, with that, I think we have to um, say an end to this one this week. Uh, there's still a lot of news out there, but you know, I don't think we have a lot a lot of time left. So where can they find you, Metsman? Uh, you can always find me on Twitter at the Metsman. M-E-T-Z-M-A-N. And that's where I'll be. Like, I'll be active on there. I will constantly be checking that. I check gaming news. Mm -hmm. 
I chat with developers, I do all sorts of things, and then sometimes I stream as well. Uh, you can find links to that also on my Twitter. Uh, so yeah, that's basically the the go-to place. All right. Once again, thanks for being here. And Benjiro, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at, at Pixels and Sprites, and they can find me on Twitch at Pixels and Sprites as well. Uh, you can find my Twitter uh, on Twitter. You can find my Twitch handles. You can also find my YouTube handle. But YouTube has been pretty quiet lately, so uh, you'll probably be able to find me on Twitch somewhere during right. the week. Uh, we're going to check out some Metroid Prime. Yeah. Nice. Classic. Classic. All right. Uh, well, I'm uh, Vash or Peter V. Baikun on uh, Twitter at P-V-B-A-I-K-U-N. And that's about it at the moment. I'm not really active on other places right now. That's it for this week. And we hope to welcome you back next week. That's it for now. Bye. 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 Bye.